and welcome to Jag Bags, a discussion of all things pop culture. I'm Mike Beyer. And I'm Len Foote. And welcome to the program. You are listening live from the home studios in Woodridge, Illinois, where it's 2023 and the home crowd is alive with anticipation. The suspense is growing because tonight, seeing as it is 2023, it's the perfect time for Len and I to reveal to you our top 10 albums of 2022. This is a very popular album with our Diamond listeners and with the paparazzi, too. Uh, they've been following us around all day today, trying to get clues as to our list, but we've been good and not revealing that. We're saving it all up for this podcast where we'll go through our top 10 favorite albums of 2022, and then we'll have some additional add-ons, such as honorable mentions, 10 favorite songs, and uh, in my case, some disappointments uh, and overrated albums as well. It's my job to inject the negativity into this podcast. Um, Bob Christgau uh, approves of my Bob. Uh, yeah. I call him Bob. Mm -hmm. um, he approves of my uh, choices. So without further ado, the 10, our 10 best albums of 2022 coming at you right now. Len's going to give you his list and then I'm going to give you mine. Um, uh, just a couple other things too, before I start mine. Yes. Beeve and I do not. <laughs> do our albums early like other publications websites we wait till the end of the year correct we we know you want to hear it in january what if you miss something that comes out in december right exactly exactly then it I wouldn't have... be thorough no we are thorough here at jag bags yes for you the jag bags listener I mean, my staff was complaining today, saying we haven't eaten in two days. I have to pick my kids up, things like that. What well, we worked through it. We worked through That's it. That's right. That's right. We're very busy, and we um, want to listen to all the records. How can we give you a proper list if there's uh, albums we might have missed? Exactly. And I will also I pick my ten favorite songs of the year. Yes, so I so will, bonus coverage. I will also do that probably after Beeve does his 10 favorites. All right. So my number 10, and I think this is my, I recommend possibly even last week. It, I can't, well, you can't see, or can you? Let me see, I, uh, hold it up a little. I can't, it's tough to see. That's, that's fine, I'll just say it there. My the Diamond uh, listeners, they, they'll see it. Because yes. I didn't have Alex in charge of this, so I have all 10 with me. <laughs> Poor Alex. When the Wind for Forgets Your Name, Built to Spill. Mm. And I won't say too much about it, because we discussed this last week, and we discussed their career and everything. I listened to it uh, this week. thought it was excellent. Yeah, really good. When the Wind Forgets Your Name, Built to Spill. That's my number 10. And I also will say, I also honorable mentions too, this was very, very tough to pare down this year. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. I thought it was a really good year. Agreed. Number nine. Oh, also, 
on our Spotify, I have uh, my 10 favorite albums, well, nine of my 10 favorite albums. You'll know in a minute why there's only nine. And also my 10 favorite songs. So Check out like our Spotify lists mm -hmm. um, on Spotify. Just type in Jag Bags. You'll go right to it. My number nine is Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. And no truth to the rumor that that was Jennifer Beale's concept album uh, about me. Um. <laughs> no truth. This said New no Year's Eve party is going to have a lot of fallout, fallout for the rest of the year, isn't it? <laughs> there's no truth to the rumor. I said there's no truth. <laughs> well, I really enjoy this album. My two favorite songs on it are Come See About Me and amazing i've always liked her yeah i think this one's especially good and i think a few months ago we were talking about dj khaled yes yeah. we should start our podcast we're like we the best podcast <laughs> yes and another one <laughs> so unfortunately the song amazing starts with that but it's it's a great song <laughs> number nine Good morning, gorgeous Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. My number eight album, not available on Spotify, is Toast by Neil Young. Yeah, weird. There's a couple. This is this almost made my top ten. Yeah, a couple of very long songs on it, but it's just your classic Neil Young. Yeah. And one thing I noticed because a lot of my previous year lists have been coming up. On Facebook memories, some of the, uh, a bunch of the people that are in this top ten have been previous years. Because again, beef, I'm loyal. I'm not <laughs> flying around by the seat of my pants like you. So. <laughs> so number eight, toast by Neil Young. Mr. Classic Neil Young. If you're a Neil Young fan, you like this for sure. Yeah. No, number seven is Renaissance by Beyonce. And this one almost felt like under the radar for her because she's such a superstar. Usually her albums are events and there's videos and all sorts of hype about this one. Yeah, I mean about her albums, but this one for whatever reason, she kind of low keyed it. But it's really good. I think my first songs on it are "Stick" and "Church Girl." Mm -hmm. It's it's really I don't I wouldn't say it's as good as Lemonade, which is my favorite album of hers. And I'm not like a huge Beyonce fan, but this one's solid all the way through. This made. Uh, this was on like every last list. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. This is of the ones I've mentioned so far. This is the one that I saw on a lot of top 10 lists earlier. Yeah. But well worth a listen. My number six is Dance Fever by Florence and the Machine. Oh. Here's. We talked. We talked on the recap episode we recorded earlier about voices. What about her voice? She's got a great voice. 
You got a great voice. Amazing voice. And all their albums just have so much energy to them. Yeah. Like the opening song in this album is my favorite. It's called King. But her, she's really, yeah, she's just got a strong voice. She's got a lot of energy. And there's always one just, all their albums, there's at least one just tremendous song. I think King's the one in this one. Mm-hmm. The other albums, it was like Ship the Wreck's a great song. And what was the other one I'm trying to think of? The other Florence and Machine, the Machine yeah. album? No, like a, a really huge, well, huge for them. They're not like a mainstream, but they're more of a XRT group. Right, right. I'm trying to think uh, of that other one. Maybe they'll come to me later. But this is this is another one really good. I think this is maybe their third time they've been on one of my top 10 lists in the past decade. Dance Fever, Florence and the Machine, number six. Then number five, he's also a guy who's been on a lot of my lists in the past decade. And this is Watch My Moves by Kurt Vile. Oh, he's always, he's a critical darling. He, I didn't see this one on too many lists though. No, I did not. But he's, he's a guy you like to listen to when you're driving too. You just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Get into that mood with him. Right. He kind of sucks you in all the time. Yeah. Because I've had, I think, one or two of his albums previously. And then he had one with Courtney Barnett that I liked too. Right. And. See on here, cool water, faux show. He's not called faux show, <laughs> but he's 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 another one. You just get you just get lost in his music. So number six, I mean number five, watch my moves, Kurt Lyle. Right. Number four, Earthling Eddie Vedder. Oh, that you uh, also. This was a uh, wasn't this also in your I recommend? Yeah, almost all of these were. I think. Yeah. And opening, so many albums. They're they're you can they're smart. They make the opening track grab you right away. Invincible right. is a really good song. Long way. And I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan, so you knew I was going to listen to this, but I yeah, really, really like it. Earthly. How many solo albums does he have? Not that many. No, not really. I think he had an Into the Wild soundtrack. Was mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. I don't know if he has any other one besides this one. Right. But yeah. Was that what was the Cubs single? The someday we'll go all the way or something. Was yeah. That, was that him or is that Pearl Jam? I think that's just him. But I don't I even know if that's on an album or anything. Yeah. That was just for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I love that too. That's a great song. Yep. I can admit it. See, I can admit it. (laughs) Well, let's continue with the the trend of oh yeah, ukulele songs. This is Laura just reminded me. So he has another solo album called Ukulele Ukulele Songs. Yeah. Yeah, that one I don't think I thought was that great. This Earthling's a lot better. But yeah, yeah, I think so. But uh, most of the time, Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder, I'm, I'm in on almost all their stuff. They have your money. Yeah. 
And what do you what do you think of Eddie Vedder's voice? Since we've been talking about all these singers lately and Rolling Stones top two hundred singers, I would say he belongs. I you know I, uh, I I he's definitely distinctive and influential. So uh, even though you're not a big Pearl Jam fan, you think he's worthy. I want it on record that I think 10 is one of the all-time great albums. Yeah, I know you love that album. And um, and I think his voice, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, like they were all trying to sound like each other, the other but I feel like Eddie Vedder was kind of the first mm-hmm. to have that kind of, you know, kind of world-weary kind of growl, but like soaring at the same time. Um, uh, awesome voice. Nobody had ever heard anything like it. I think he belongs. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to doing that one. Okay, so we're up to number three. A favorite of both of us. Curious if this will be on your top ten. I think it might. I think I see it, and I think the answer is yes. Yes. Boy named If. Tremendous. Elvis Costello and same thing like first song is great right away like Pharaoh comes on and you're like holy cow yeah just a lot of energy yes right away yes and just another another just really solid there's so many albums like this this year that are just good all the way through I'll uh, get your attention right away. And it was, I it was just a unexpected pleasure to hear vintage seventies new wave Elvis. Which yeah, is, that's what it feels like. Without feeling like a ripoff of his own work, right? Yeah, and I will because I'm into hot takes. <laughs> And the hot take beef is my new nickname. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is his best album since King of America. Wow. That's how much I liked it. I liked Look Now a lot. And that was, was that the one before this? It was. Yeah, well, was there's a few in between, but yeah. But I like this. I like Boy Named If better than Look Now. Yeah. I think, I think Look Now is underrated. It's very good. So that's my number three. Boy Named If. Excellent. You like classic Elvis Costello. You definitely like that one. Return to form. And then number two. Surrender. Maggie Rogers. You've talked about this one too. You know, here's what's funny. So I was re-listening to everything because I was trying to figure out, okay, what's going to make my top 10? So the ones I liked, I listened to again to make the final decision. Right, right. Me and my staff. (laughs) Yes. At our 96 hour marathon. Yes. Listen to Maggie Rogers 12 times. (laughs) And one, (laughs) I was was in the car with Henry and Darby, and I I think I listened to a few songs already. And I went out with those two, and I still had the CD on. And I was getting towards the end of it, and Henry's like, play this again. Yes, I remember. I remember that. So we listened to it. We listened to it again. So the foot kids are 
Maggie Rogers fans. And I think this is better than her debut, which I liked a lot. And uh, my favorite songs in this are Want to Want, Anywhere with You and Horses, which are all in a row. The third, fourth, and fifth songs on the album. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, she's really young, so she's, I think she's got a great career ahead of her. Bright future. And then speaking of youngsters, for number one, this one's also a critical favorite. I feel like this one and Beyonce out of my top 10 were the most critically acclaimed ones. Mm. My number one, and it's also your friend Steve Wilson's number one album. And my accidental Facebook friend, Steve. That was his favorite. This was his. (laughs) This was Wet Leg. That was his album of the year. That's a great record. It's a great album. Great, great record. It's. I just think thinking it's like a classic rock album. Yeah. But, you know, like punk, though, too. And excellent. Irreverent and fun. Yes. Just everything you associate with a good debut album. That's what this is. Unpretentious. Yes. Going out and just having honest. Just letting it rip. Yes. That's all you want. Great (laughs) and great song titles. Like yes. your mom, piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to go out. I Great. guess Chase Lounge. I mean, it's spelled L O N G U E. That came out. I guess is a was their first song people heard last year in 2021, but the album came out this year. I mean, this is the one I played the most, and I just, I just think it's great. Yeah, my number one. Wet leg. That was I'm trying to think of something album. to compare it to. It's a more fun-loving Slater Kinney, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or like a good time clash kind of. Uh, yeah, that's more good like, time. Not as serious as same kind of str- strength musically, mm-hmm. and but fun lyrics and and great energy. Great energy. Wet leg. Yeah, really excellent. Um, that was also my top ten. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really right. good. Um, that was I, that was not my number one album, but it was um, number eight. Okay. So, all right, uh, want to do yours then? Yeah, I'll do mine real real quick. Um, well, it won't be quick. I'll be. Um, it wouldn't be a Beave top 10 album without a little jazz. And so while Len takes a brief nap, let me just tell you about uh, <laughs> the album is called my top 10. Number 10 album uh, is called uh, The Sound of Listening by Mark Giuliana, not Giuliani, but Giuliana. <laughs> And um, I feel like as far as jazz drummers go, this is the time for them. I mean, there's so many, uh, there's three great jazz drummers out right now. Uh, Brian Blade, whom we'll get to in a bit. Uh, Micaiah McRaven, who's a Chicago guy. And uh, he's responsible for the hit, uh, the Artist Gilmore Jazz Suite, which remember I sent that to you. Um, Artist Gilmore? (laughs) 
Yeah, that, that was the name of one of his songs, but it wasn't just Artist Gilmore. It was the Artist Gilmore Jazz. <laughs> it was a trill is like a group of songs dedicated to Artist Gilmore. I mean, how can you not love a guy who does that? But he's a drummer, local guy. And then this third drummer is Mark Juliana, who's based out of New York. And um, he is very, um, out of the those three, he, Micaiah McCraven's all power and flash. And uh, same with Brian Blade. But uh, Mark Juliana just is very, un- he, he, he just does unusual time signatures. And um, he just does interesting kind of things with what would be kind of like standard ballads. Um, he also has, um, his band has unusual instruments. He's, they've got a Mellotron, which in jazz you don't think of. And uh, a couple of horn players. And it's just, it's, it's not like, you know, I like it, like to, I like jazz in the car, you know, it's like, it's like background, you know, it's uh, pleasant. And then roll down down the windows while you have your beret on and wave to the car next to you. That's right. That's right. And also when I'm entertaining my college professors (laughs) and uh, uh, important people, heads of state, I like to have uh we surprisingly had three heads of state at your New Year's Eve party. So. That's when I busted out the Mark Juliana and I received many compliments. I, uh, I left. Yeah, I, I know you went to a different room. I was it's when you deep left. in discussion with the old crow medicine band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling him that this should be on your little list there, old crow. And he's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Beeb, I can't hear you. I'm gonna talk to Len. <laughs> Sure, you tell Bobby Christgau about uh, Mark Juliana. And they said, Robert, Robert, Beave, not Bobby, Robert. <laughs> Bobby. Anyway, the album is The Sound of Listening. And um, it's, it's really, um, it's not like, it's familiar ground, but there's kind of a interesting um, moods going on underneath the surface. And so it's not very typical. That's why I really like it because, you know, otherwise it would be kind of like your same old, same old. Um, but uh, it's there, there's definitely some interesting ideas percolating, and he kind of drives it all with his drumming. Um, I really like it. Sound of Listening by uh, Mark Julian. That's my number 10. Um, number nine is, and <laughs> my number nine album is like welcoming home an old friend uh the hoodoo gurus oh yeah album chariot of the gods i mean so great i was i kind of like each you know i you know love them in the 80s and saw them live and uh they had some great great records stone age romeos Mars Needs Guitars, Blow Your Cool, Magnum Come Louder, um, Kinky. Uh, Kinky wasn't as good, but, um, you know, that just like talk about like unpretentious and fun and just good, solid power pop. That's Hoodoo Gurus. And they kind of disappeared. I think they broke up, you know, and, you know, kind of stopped recording. Anyway, they're back with Chariot of the Gods. And it's like, it's like they never left. Um, 
the, the, the lead singer Faulkner sounds amazing. I mean, they've been around forever and he sounds great. And songwriting's really strong. Um, and um, it's their easily their best album since uh, Blow Your Cool. And um, I love Blow Your Cool. So many good songs on this record from start to finish. Really, really good. I didn't know what I was expecting when I um, put this on, but I did not expect to like it that much. And it was just like, oh, it's great. Really good. So Hoodoo Gurus, Chariot of the Gods. Uh, number eight is... Um, it was their first album in 12 years. Yeah, just just terrific. Um, number eight, we talked about Wet Leg. So that was, uh, you know, again, I can't say enough. You know, very, very good. Um, number seven is uh fontaine's dc is the band yeah and the album is skinty fia mm-hmm. and um i don't know i i know i've talked about them they're from dublin ireland and a lot of critics have called them the next great irish rock band and uh they're very good they're they're moody they're very intense um they're Music is very much, you know, kind of like uh, based in like kind of punk, you know, kind of like driving, uh, you know, in, uh, energy, uh, almost punkish, kind of like the Clash, but a little, a little darker. And um, but there's also like a touch of like, you know, the Irish or the kind of the ancient, um, you know, Gaelic kind of the uh, touches in their music as well and a lot of these um a lot of these songs have uh um it's kind of like a, a droning of a bell almost like a big bell almost like not doom it's hard to describe them but i think it's the guy's voice he's got a great he's got a very intriguing voice um the lead singer um but the album is called skinty yeah and uh, if you haven't, um, you know, though, I, I did listen to this one and yeah, I liked their previous album a lot better. Oh, uh, the yeah, yeah. I, I was a little disappointed in this one. Oh, you were, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to send on your notes to uh, um, to the band. No, I really liked it. I uh, and I agree with you that i liked um a hero's tale i think that's the name of there's the one before i think that's the name of that um album um uh but uh, i agree that i liked it better than this one yeah um but still uh better than a lot of uh what i heard um you know in 2022 i just really liked them um and my uh, next album, another jazz record, um, is called Long Gone. And it's Can I interrupt by... just for one second, Beef? Oh, yeah. I think Dog Roll was the one I I liked from 
Fontaine's DC, but, but that's their first album. They have, that's three, their first they have three albums. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Heroes. It's Dog Roll and then a Hero's Tale. Yeah. And then, Dog Roll is the one I listened to and I'm like, this is great. Yeah. So excellent. I had high expectations. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Heroes Tale is very good too. Very good. Yeah. Um, they also have a live album that they recorded inside the infamous Kilmainham Gal, Gael, uh, which is a very infamous Irish prison in Dublin. Um, did a live album there. I, that would have been, must have been awesome to see because that's a very terrible place. <laughs> they did a, they did a live concert there. Oh my God. Um, it's great live album. Uh, yeah, that next record is uh, Long Gone and this is by uh, the jazz super group of 2022. Um, and that's Brad Meldow on piano, Christian McBride on bass. Wake up, Len. Wake up. <laughs> the jazz supergroup. Jazz supergroup. Isn't uh, that an oxymoron? But enough. Enough of your <laughs> cutting comments. Uh, Brian Blade on drums and Joshua Redman on saxophone. Um, Why have I heard of Joshua Redman? That, these are these guys are these guys are well known, Len. Okay. Very, very well known. This is like the Asia of jazz. Okay. <laughs> Asia of jazz. Um, they put out uh, an album called Round Again, which was really excellent. And like sometimes, like super groups get together. Um, uh, Christian McBride and Brian Blade, they won like several Grammys. They're the drum and bass section, the rhythm section. And they won a bunch of Grammys uh, backing Chick Corea on a couple of the tremendous jazz records called Trilogy. And uh, now they're with um, Joshua Redman, who's a very well-known jazz saxophone player. Brad Meldow, a tremendous piano player. He's going to be coming out next month with his Beatles cover album, uh, all jazz versions of Beatles songs. The single that he's put out now is Your Mother Should Know. And uh, I've already sent that to you <laughs> for your review and comment. Um, and, uh, so this album, Long Gone, is just, it's uh, more original songwriting. These guys just just work together so well. And um, so the songwriting is really great. These guys are all at the top of their game. And um, they're just playing off uh, each other. And, um, you know, they uh, really just, it's just such interesting things that they do. Um, and they've really just created good jazz standards. I These these songs will be covered, I feel like, and, um, you know, and will be uh, uh, repeated um, moving forward. So the album is Long Gone by Meldow, McBride, Blade, and Redman. Uh, Next album that I really like is uh, Harry's House by Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of praise, too. Some critical praise. I've seen this on some lists. Yeah. I feel this is his best record. And I was... He's had, he's had three solo albums out. And the first one wasn't bad, but I was like, whatever. You know, I'm not listening to any album from One Direction, guys. Um. <clears throat> But the loss was mine. And then Fine Line, which we've talked about. 
I um I was surprised at how much I liked it. I was like, this is just good, solid Brit pop. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Didn't I don't think I put it in my top 10 fine line, but Harry's house is like very mature and the songwriting's really solid. It's got a real big uh throwback 70s and 80s sound. They definitely they have an ear for the hooks. It's just good, good pop hooks. Mm-hmm. And they don't try any tricks. Um, he's not really doing anything uh, you know, crazy. He's got an interesting voice. Um, I think the other one direction guys, which I hear ad nauseum around the house. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, Louise uh Tomlinson, I think, has yeah. a new and there's Niall Horan, and I listen to all their solo albums too. And you know, they're just they don't even come close. It's just there's there's really like good kind of like chill out music, and then there's good dance songs. And uh overall, I think it's his best. Uh Jesse disagrees with me. He says not his best. Uh yeah, but I think I like this second one better than this one. Yeah, well, you're both, you know, maybe you can do fine line bags <laughs> and just talk to each other you know, about how right you are and how wrong Beav is. And uh and that will be a welcome fun to podcast. Jag Bags 2023. And that will be a fun podcast that I will not listen to. <laughs> uh, the pension is thick. Jag Bags 2023 got off to an odd start. <laughs> because of the New Year's Eve party, it did. It really did. There's a lot. But it of makes it. for good podcast episodes. So it does. It does. All we'll have to all deal this. with the tension in the room. <laughs> really, that's right. Morgus here, so things <laughs> will not get out of hand. Yeah, you needed him for protection. You wouldn't be saying these things <laughs> without Morg. <laughs> things. All right. My uh, number three album of the year is. Uh, it's the she spells it S Z A and apparently she pronounces it SZA. SZA. Mm-hmm. And the album is called SOS. And this just came out like a month ago. And um, my uh, so Jesse is going through, shall we say, boy troubles. And um, I always know when she's talked to the boy in question because this album, SZA, by SOS comes on at top volume, sometimes on continuous play. So when it ends, it just starts again. And, um, and I get it, you know, it's very, it's got a very contemporary sound, but almost minimalist. It's like a guitar and then like some synth in the back and like a drum track and really, but it's very sonically adventurous. It's slow. The, the the songs are all slow, um, almost like sensual. And the lyrics are very raw and emotional. And you can tell it's a, it's a breakup album. You know, she's going through, SZA is going through some rough um, patches herself. And it's just uh, an album when you're mad at someone or mad at the world and you just want to, you know, cut them down. So it's very, it's just excellent on all those levels, I think. So SZA, and the album is called SOS. What number is that? Number three. Oh, we're up to number three already. Okay. And then number two is 
the album is called Ramona Park Broke My Heart. And the artist is Vince Staples. Another critical favorite. Yeah, I really like this um, a lot. And I listen to this a lot. I listen to Kendrick Lamar's new album. And um, albums by Denzel Curry and uh, as well. And uh, Kenny Beats, um, our, our fearless um, sound engineer, Declan Byer, that's a favorite of his. But out of all those, I really liked Vince Staples. Ramona Park broke my heart the best. I just, very inventive. And it says a lot. It's saying a lot about what's going on in the world and in, you know, his, among his circle of friends. He's very funny. Got some very funny lyrics, um, but also makes great points. But it's not high up tempo. It's very, you know, kind of like driving through the city at night and you're reflective and kind of like thoughtful that way. And, um, and uh, you know, the beats are, like I said, very inventive. And, and I think it has m- just as much to say. I think Kendrick Lamar is trying to make these grand statements and trying to be all important. But I thought this was much more important than Kendrick Lamar. I didn't really like Kendrick Lamar's album. No, not did I. That was, I was, that's in my uh, disappointing albums of 2022, Mm -hmm. Kendrick Lamar's. That's my number two. And then my number one album of the year is, the album is called Big Time by Angel Olsen. And I think I talked about this on I Recommend. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, this, this record to me, is a, it, it's a it's a worthy success. She is a she could be a worthy successor to Neil Young. Um, wow. just music is to me very big, very but yet swampy, very powerful, and above all, it's you know just like Neil Young. It's it's got that mournful, lonesome sound, and the lyrics aren't anything. Sometimes. Uh, She's like overtly saying there's a song called uh, it's a hard time again. I'm having a hard time again. Uh, And that's really gets me in the gut. But overall, you know, her lyrics are kind of like, you know, kind of nothing special, but it's just that sound and that feeling and that quality. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love Neil Young and I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect when I put this on. I did not expect to like it this much. Um, I think it's great. Um, So, uh, those are my, those are my top ten albums of twenty twenty two. So it sounds like Wet Leg is Jagbag's album of the year. Could be. Or That's the only boy, one that's on both of ours. A boy named If. Was boy named If on yours? Yep. What number was it? Uh, number four. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I skipped over it. Boy named If. Okay, so boy named If I think is Jagbag's album of the year because it was three and four. Yeah, well, I, I was one and eight. So Elvis Costello wins it. Yes. Do you, good work, Elvis. Do you have honorable mention, other honorable mentions you want to mention? Yeah, just a couple. Uh, the first is, and I know that you're not a fan, but uh, another band came out after a very long hiatus and uh, put out a record that. I really want to put my top 10, but there are just others that uh, that I liked better. 
and uh, the band is uh, 80s stalwart The Fix. Mm-hmm. And they put out an album this year called Every Five Seconds, and I just really, really dug it. That's like it. 10A almost. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, I really wanted to put it in there. I also really like the Mary J. Blige. That's a good honorable mention mm-hmm. uh, album. And then there's another album that uh, I really liked. And um, I haven't mentioned it, but it's a country album. And it's called White Trash Revelry. And it's by Adim the Artist. A-D-E-E-M, Adim the Artist. Never even heard of this one. When you when you listen to it, you're like, oh, this is a country record. But the lyrics are very special, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the music itself is just like basic country. Mm-hmm. But the lyrics are like, <clears throat> it's, it's a guy who's like in his early 20s. And it's just his take on the world. Yeah. And um, it's very contemporary, very um, fearful. Um, just uh, not a lot of hope. Um, and uh, so some of the, his viewpoints on the world really hit me right between the eyes. Um, really liked uh, Right Trash Revelry by Adim, the artist. Mm-hmm. So those are my honorable mentions. My hardest cut was Cheat Codes by Danger Mouse. Oh, yeah, that got some. I saw that on. Uh, That's really good. Yeah. I was like, oh. I think it was almost <laughs> what I listened to most recently, but that's, that's a really good one. I liked tears for fears, tipping point. Um, Inside problems by Andrew bird, Marcus Mumford's solo album, which I think is called Mumford, which is weird because there's other Mumford's, <laughs> but that's, that's really good. I wish you would call his album The Amazing Mumford because that would be so <laughs> awesome. Ozzy's album, which was one of yeah, my Yeah, albums. yeah, yeah. That's classic. That feels like 80s Ozzy. Right. Just how we talked about Elvis Costello hearkening back to his old ways. These guys are figuring out like, oh, I got really rich and famous doing this kind of music and maybe I should try it again. I was really good at it. Also, How Do You Burn by the Afghan Wigs. Mm. And did you did you notice this? There's three bands, well, three three musical artists that released two albums this year. Red Hot Chili Peppers, your favorite. My favorite. I mean, they're they're obviously number one of all time. And that's that's my this Black is my Keys. non-red hot chili peppers list, right? Black Keys had two albums. Which I liked. And Jack White, who I like both his albums, both of his could have made my top 10. Fear of the Dawn and Entering Heaven Alive, both really good. So those are my honorable mentions. Were there any albums that you were really looking forward to? Like, oh, they got an album coming out. I can't wait. And then you heard it and you were like, uh, kind of a dud or not what you were hoping for. I don't necessarily think that i mean kendrick 
Lamar. I can't say I'm like a giant fan of his, but I like. You were very loyal. You're very loyal. But I like his other stuff. But his new album just didn't never grab me. Me neither. I was. I was. I I can't say I was like disappointed because he's. I can't say I listened to him a ton or anything. So yeah, I was looking forward to that. And oh, the Fontaine's DC one you liked? That was disappointing. You were disappointed by that. Well, then let me tell you. Um. Yeah, I um I had a couple that I was like, oh, these are going to be good, and uh, and I was like, mm. first is the Arctic Monkeys album. Oh yeah, oh, I, about that I was like, all right, here we go. This is going to be a good Ooh. record, and ugh, ah, it's sleepy, bad lounge music. Oh my gosh, yes, and I I yeah I really like them. They have two albums I love. Yeah, and I I tried. I think I listened to it three times. I'm like, I can't just can't listen to this. This is putting me to sleep. This is a disturbing trend by them because their album before was called Tranquility Basin Casino, and that was also pretty slow and sleepy. And uh, and I kind of like then they put out a live album live at the Royal Albert Hall, and they had some songs from that record on the live album. And I was like, oh, maybe I was too harsh. Yeah. And uh, and so when I listened to the car, which came out I think in August or September mm. this year, the first time through I was like, oh god, they're they're, they're someone's telling them, yeah, that lounge music you're doing is really awesome. You just getting oh more. I'm like, find that person and kick them out. <laughs> Remove them from the scene. They're ruining a really good band. Yeah, I agree. I was so disappointed. Very. I think so, I, I think I put it out of my memory, even until you brought it up again. <laughs> I have uh, I have uh, uh, unearthed some bad memories. The other album that I was well, I was curious to hear what she was going to do, and that's because I really liked her previous two records. And in fact, I feel like her albums. She's one of the few artists like each album I think is better than the next. Um, and that's Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and Midnight's. I was like, okay, here we go. You know, is this going to be, you know, the next step? This could be really good. And it's not, it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's bland and very samey and feels like she kind of phoned it in. And uh, I, that was a disappointment to me. I really wanted, you know, her to take that next leap, <laughs> but maybe the next one. Mm-hmm. And you know, artists are allowed to run in place or maybe take a step back and then they Jesse is faxing you right now. Oh, Jesse will Jesse knows in her heart that her father knows music. <laughs> She'll be happy with me that I included SZA. She'll mm-hmm. be like, Of course you of course you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one more album I want to talk about that I just don't get it. It's in your top ten. Mm-hmm. And this is an album that I really tried with, and that's Beyonce's Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just more my problem with Beyonce. I just, it's not that I didn't like the album, but I, it, it's number one on so many lists, like this, and diverse lists, like mm-hmm. Pitchfork, which is super alternative. That was their number one album of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, the couple others that are like, um, the Anthony Fantano who runs the needle drop. I think that was way up there. Beyonce's record. 
Mm-hmm. Was, wasn't it Rolling Stones' number one album of the year? Might have been. Might have been. No, it was number one in a couple. Yeah. And uh, and I just, it's not that I don't like it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I, I just think it's okay. Yeah. But I've always thought, I thought Lemonade, same thing. I was like, I, her voice, <clears throat> her voice is not, it's distinctive because you hear it so much. Mm-hmm. But there's, I, there's no way I would put Beyonce on like 96 best singers. No way. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's almost the way I look at her normally. Yeah. But Renaissance and Lemonade, I, I think those are great albums. But the rest of her stuff, I kind of feel like how, what you're saying. But not not those, not these two. Yeah. I think, I mean, they're, they're better than her other albums, but I still am like, I just don't, I don't get the hype. I don't. Mm-hmm. Not that anyone cares what I think, but some people <laughs> do care. Andrew People O'Hurley. have been eagerly awaiting this beat. Andrew O'Hurley has faxed me my message points on when the Beyonce fans come droving up at my door. You're going to have Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Yeah. After you. I fearlessly take on the Giants, Len. And Lars from the Netherlands is a big Arctic Monkeys, uh, Monkeys fan. Dude. Lars from the Netherlands mm-hmm. is going to be, he's going to be sailing over to... Uh, He's going to be very because he's a big fan of both of us. Well, you're in hot water, too, because you are complicit with my views. (laughs) So uh, maybe I'll send Lars to your your place first. Um, Anyway, those are my now you have uh, your top 10 favorite songs of the year. Yes, I did. Let's hear those. On Spotify, I hit every I think the last three years I've done a best of. So when I listen to an album, I'll pick my favorite song and I'll throw it on a best of playlist. But I've cut that down to my 10 favorites. So here we go. First is I'll Make You See God, Afghan Wigs. Great song. Big jam. Uh, King by... Florence and the Machine, which we mentioned. Better Off High. Yeah. Marcus Mumford. And let's see what else. The um, Amazing Mumford. This song I heard her perform in SNL. And I haven't listened to her whole album yet. I listened to a few of the songs today. And it's Frankenstein by Rina Sawayama. Hmm. She's pretty critically acclaimed, too. And this is a great song. So <laughs> I'm, I want to, it's one of those ones where you, you see her in SNL and you're like, oh man, wow. That's how Maggie Rogers was first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. SNL, I'm like, she's great. So I'm curious how the rest of the album is. Then I put Ready or Not, it's Calvin Harris, Busta Rhymes. Very catchy song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of it reminds me of like a who's the rapper that died a couple of years ago with a really deep voice. Um, yeah, DMX. Voice. It kind of oh, sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. it almost sounds like a DMX song. He does, yeah, agreed. 
And then for a complete contrast, I put Are We Dancing by Lyle Lovett, which is a really, <laughs> really nice song. I looked it up today to make sure he wrote it. And <laughs> the other Are We Dancing song, it was John Davidson. Remember John Davidson from That's Incredible? There's like, it's like him and Leslie Ann Warren. It's a different song, though. <laughs> I was like just making sure that Lyle Lovett wasn't covering John Davidson. John Davidson. My mom had a John Davidson album. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people did. And my next song is, this is a photograph by Kevin Morby. Have you ever heard of him? No, Kevin Morby? Yeah. No, I haven't. Pretty good album. This is this is a great song. This is I think this is the title of the album too. And then Goodbye, Mr. Blue. Father John Misty. Oh yeah, that was on a lot of uh I I thought the album it was decent, but I've liked his other albums of his better. But that, that song's really good. Right. And my friend Marin Morris. Country singer. Aaron Morris. She's big. Tall guys, which she, she wrote for me. So those are my tests. She wrote them for you. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Those are my 10 songs. Uh it was I'm, a really it was a really good year. I listened to a lot of good stuff. There was a lot of good music in 2022. So you got I'm hoping. Beaver will have these up on our Jag Bag Spotify, but also on my Spotify, I've got my 10 favorite songs, nine of my 10 favorite albums, and also a best of 2022. Yeah. Summing it all up for you, the Jag Bags listen. <laughs> um, yeah, check out our Spotify playlist because, um, you know, we'll have all that music on there and it'll be... Um, great way for you and we also have a lot of other playlists as well don't we on there pretty much any musical artists we do we've been doing playlists for yeah um so that will be um so this will be a welcome addition and um and check us out um and uh if you have any thoughts on our top 10 there's an album that you didn't hear tonight that you feel should be um oh, on there or that you know what's oh. elm that you kind of raved about that you didn't mention the springsteen one yeah i mean i i liked it yeah i definitely liked it i and haven't listened to it yet. yeah i just thought of it when you said that yeah i definitely i don't want to say i uh like i said it was a really good year for music yeah and um I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on it um, because um, it's uh, the, the songs I like best on those are the, are the songs that are not so familiar. Mm -hmm. So like the, the Supreme song, someday we'll be together. He does a poor top song night shift. I know all those, mm -hmm. but there's some other cuts that I feel are more obscure. And those are the ones I really like. Uh, yeah. Because I don't know them, so they feel like Springsteen originals. Mm -hmm. um, that's more I'll say on that. But there's yeah, there's albums that came out, Beave, last year. I still haven't listened to. I'm still catching up. Yeah, me too. 
So maybe there'll be some high recommends from 2022 coming up if there's something really good. Yeah. And if, like I said, if there's, if there's any albums, you're like, how did you miss <laughs> this record? What is wrong with you? Let us know. How did you not put on Vanderbeek? So uh, James Vanderbeek's breakout album. John Davidson has released <laughs> a stunning acoustic record um, <laughs> called That's Still Incredible. And uh, um, you have totally ignored it. Well, we'll give it a listen if you say so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, please uh, check us out. We are uh, we're on every pretty, pretty much every uh, platform where fine podcasts can be found. So subscribe to us, hit that subscribe button, and then write us a review. Make it hashtag JagBags if you like what you hear. And send it along to a friend or two or five. Let's get this JagBags momentum going in 2023 and send us to world domination. <laughs> uh, we're also on various social media channels. So we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line. If there's a topic that you're like, I would love to chat about. It doesn't even have to be like pop culture per se. You can be like, I'd love to talk about the history of uh, LSD or uh, <laughs> you know, let us know. Or, you know, Len was on here spewing some nonsense about Yorktown Mall. Like, Everyone <laughs> knows. That old orchard is the finest mall ever. Um, let us know, and we can have a mall debate. Mm-hmm. And um, and that will be um, something that we could consider uh, if Regency Van Pelt, of course, gives us the green light. Only if Regency approves. Um, anyway, enough rambling. Uh, we want to thank you very much for Hopefully listening. Hopefully we talk about next week, Beef, real quick. Yeah, what are we talking about next week? We continue... Our survey of 2022. Yes. Favorite movies. Favorite TV shows. That'll be a good one. Favorite books. And pouring out some pib and some crystal light for our favorite entertainers that we lost in the past year. Always another very popular one that we oh, it always is a is a good one. And um yeah, so tune in definitely. Tune in for that one. Um, there was something I was going to say about that. And it just blew right out of my mind. It's late. I'm still on vacation in my mind. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that should be a great one. Oh, if there's, I remembered, if there's a uh, TV uh, series or movie or book that you really liked in 2022, drop us a line and let us know your thoughts and we'll... We'll give you our opinion on it, and we'll tell you whether you're right or wrong. And maybe we'll make fun of you. And wow, he's really selling this one. I know. Very likely we won't. I'm just that's just that's just tough talk on my uh, and I'm still salty over all the unwanted visitors in my home uh, for a party that I did <laughs> not sanction. And, uh, so. Yeah, please forgive my uh, my crabby. Oh, <laughs> uh, anything else that I forgot to mention? I was gonna check on some of the visitors <laughs> from the New Year's party. 
So I don't think they're I don't think they're all accounted for, but probably not. They're probably still here. <laughs> I, don't know, I haven't gone downstairs. In well, a we while. know that you said Joel Higgins stayed late. Ugh, God. What about hey, Ron Ron? Have you heard from Ron Ron? Ron Ron? Uh, I he sent me a text that was like he warned me. He goes, "Oh yeah, Len thought it'd be great to invite." Uh, 102 of your closest friends. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, Ron, Ron, for the warning. You, you alone are my are my only, the only guy looking out for me." And, and uh, I think Ron, Ron stayed away. Is Gulliver okay? I heard he was. Gulliver is a mess. He, he went a little crazy on the trampoline. Gulliver is uh, Gulliver. I, th- I think he was just extricated from the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's that's good. That's. I know, nothing's broken, so it's just a unfortunate <clears throat> um but gulliver yes and uh croberto oh croberto. Uh, yeah croberto uh left early um mm-hmm. because there was a jan michael vincent uh film festival that uh he needed to get to uh, oh speaking of i have to um i gotta sign off now because i need to go listen to obla di obla da by john davidson which is in every beatles fans list of great beatles covers uh so (laughs) i can't wait to hear your review of john david's (laughs) version of ovla di ovla da you know it's a winner and the song woman helping man has to be excellent (laughs) his hair should be uh um you know it's joel higgins like is very higginsy yeah. um kind of like uh it's it's kind of a, a foreshadowing of the new wave style that would eventually um you know take over the 80s so davidson's very cutting edge his oh. hair is always cutting edge yeah anyway um i i think i see i i smell a new podcast episode topic coming on Davidson. glory of davidson yes <laughs> uh, oh my god on that note when you're ready to listen put a little jag bags in your ear <laughs>